Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. 
Alexander Gonzalez, and I'm coming to you live from St. Petersburg, Florida, and I'm super excited about today's topic, how to win friends and why it's so important uh, for a couple reasons. Uh, first and foremost, I think that How to Win Friends and Influence People is one of the greatest self-development books ever, ever written. And in fact, um, I, I feel like when you pull people who have actually reached the heights uh, that people want to reach, when you pull people that have gone super far in business, super far in different areas of life, so just really, truly reach success, and you ask them their favorite self-development book, that is most often <laughs> one of the self-development books that is recited. Hold on one second, guys. Excuse me. <clears throat> I am a little under the weather today, so if I mute to cough, I don't want to cough on <laughs> mic, so I apologize. <clears throat> Just woke up with something in my throat. I don't know. Um, but yes, and so obviously that book, great self-development book, but one of the things that I really love about this topic is that I love friendship. I love friends. I love making new friends. I love connecting friends. I love when I find someone that I think is super dope and then I meet, find out some of their interests and then I'm like, hey, I have a friend that's super dope that has similar interests. Let's connect. I genuinely love doing that. I love when my friends become friends with each other. <laughs> I love friendship. Can you guys tell? Unmute if you can tell that I like friendship and give me a, oh yeah. yeah. It's all in your voice. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love it. My oh yeah, yes. Alexander. <laughs> I love that, Pastor. Thank you so much. But listen, before we get started here, I see that we're at 110 shares. Y'all already know. Y'all already know I need to see those shares go up. I am someone that I love to give a goal for the team to achieve. So we're going to go for one, three, two. That's 22 more shares. Y'all know 22 is my number. And so let's get all these shares up to one, 32, that means 22 of you, either new or old, maybe you've already shared it 17 times with every single speaker that's spoken, or you haven't shared it yet today, I'm going to ask you to do me a favor and hit the, uh, you know, the little symbol there that's the universal symbol for share now, <laughs> and go ahead and share this room out. We're at 114. I'm going to be reading some of these names. So keep sharing. I see, let's see, let's see, let's see. I see the Sherry share the room. I see Dakota share. Of course, my homeboy, Justin share the room. I see Dre share the room as well. 55 seconds ago, right on his way out. Winifred 32 minutes ago. So let's see how many more shares we can get. We're at one, two, three. I'm, listen, I believe that sometimes Maybe you have a little dyslexia. That's okay. No big deal. We're going to flip that three and that two, and we're going to make it one, three, two, not one, two, three. So if you guys can continue sharing the room out. Okay. And no one has shared it out since. Okay. There were 128. <laughs> I'm like, what is happening? Oh, I, I didn't even do the math right. I gave you guys 10 less. It should have been 142. I'm saying 132. So instead of 22, I'm doing 12. So that's, that, you guys. We're going to leave it that because I said that number. I just need two more now. One, three, two. And we got to keep this day going. Um, so we're going to talk about friendship today. We're going to talk about what friendships have done for me in my life. And we're going to give, I'm going to give a, a little bit of tips 
on we got to the 132 y'all i love y'all thank y'all so much you make me so happy um and we're gonna get it and let's just keep that growing so if you haven't shared the room yet go ahead and hit that button and share it and let's see where we go um and so we're gonna talk about friendships now what have friendships done for me? Well, first and foremost, for many of you that you guys know the line of work that I'm in, I'm blessed to be able to work to my, for myself thanks to network marketing. But let me kind of backtrack that. So I joined in business with a buddy of mine that we've been friends for 15 years. Um, uh, we have become like inseparable BFFs the last several years. Um, but before that, we were friends for 15 years. How did I meet him? Well, I met him because I, I love I love hearing these like interconnections, like almost like the six degrees of of Kevin Bacon, you know, like how did it all work? I went to Florida State University. At Florida State University, I pledged a fraternity. I'm a Phi Delta from Florida State University, Phi Delta Theta. When I was a pledge in Phi Delta Theta, my one of my best friends that was also a pledge with me, Brad Washio, and I became we had uh, our math class freshman year. Uh, at 8 a.m. Monday, Wednesday, Fridays together, and we happened to pledge the same fraternity. So that's what created our friendship. Well, we became very, very good friends. Four years of college, continuing becoming friends. He meets a young lady after college. I meet a young lady after in college. He's in my wedding, and at my wedding, he brings his date, which is this his future wife. His future wife, Sarah, and I really hit it off. We become good friends. She actually is who delivers our wedding presents to each other on my wedding day. So the gift that I got from my wife, she ran it over to her, and then she came back to my room with that gift. Sarah's brother is Francisco. Francisco is my very best friend and business partner. If I hadn't gone to Florida State University, joined Phi Delta Theta, become friends with Brad Washo because we happen to have a morning a math class together, stay friends with him even after college so that we were in each other's weddings, meet his wife, future wife, then girlfriend, become friends with his girlfriend because I, I, I believe in couples are a full package. I'm friends with one and friends with both or I want to at least at some level. And her brother and I are now in business together. Not only are we business partners and, and get to travel the world doing what we love. He is my very best friend. He is my brother. He's uncle to my kids. I'm uncle to his kids. And that friendship has been an incredible gift that's been so bountiful. And so why do I go through all of that? <clears throat> Number one, you don't know who you're gonna meet in your life that's gonna introduce you to the person that really gets you on the path of life that God intended for you to be. Now, I do believe that this was the path that God intended for me to be on. I believe that this is, I'm in a space that I was called to do what I do. I don't think that this is just a job. I don't think of this as a career. I genuinely think of this as a huge calling, a calling I feel beyond blessed to have been called to, but this is my jam. It all started because of friendship. I wouldn't have gone into this calling. Uh, now, because I believe that God, I, God called to this, I think he would have found a way. Do you know what I'm saying? Like we, we would have gotten here eventually. I genuinely do believe that. However, it was because of friendship that I got here when I got here and as quickly as I got here. And so for those of you guys that were at the Grow Your Business for God's Sake conference, you heard me do a talk on love. And I talk a lot about love. You guys know that I love talking about 
self-love. I believe self-love is the most important thing. But on top of that, loving people, I gave a framework on how to love yourself in the four different areas of life that you should have love so that you can actually grow your business through the vibration of love. If you didn't hear that talk, um, come back to come to EYA. I'm going to be doing part of it in Dallas, this, or excuse me, in Denver this summer, and then in Nashville at Grow Your Business for God's Sakes conference. I'll be speaking there too. Not the same exact talk, but we'll add a little bit to it. <clears throat> But one of the things that I said is love on everyone you come in contact with. Now, that sounds like so cliche when it comes to business, you know, like, oh, be loving, et cetera. But this is the thing is it doesn't matter if it's the grocery store clerk. It doesn't matter if it's the person uh, at the gas station. It doesn't matter if it's your neighbor. It doesn't matter if it's your work associate, whoever you come in contact with. I believe that one of the best things that we can do is exude light, love, and happiness towards that person. Think about Ramon Ray when he goes grocery shopping. I have not been grocery shopping with Ramon Ray, so this is total 100% in my mind that I feel- Go for it, go for it. Yeah, and I have I've had the pleasure of meeting Ramon Ray in person, but I bet you he makes sure that when he's checking out, that cashier has a smile on her face, He's thanking everyone that does anything for him in his presence. He is vibrating so loudly that everyone in that grocery store knows that Ramon Ray is there because his love is just clearly exuding. I, 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 he's a servant leader. I've seen him literally doing whatever it takes to make sure that whoever he's helping gets what they need so that they can shine. And what's interesting is in doing that, in shining the light on others, his light shines even brighter. So appreciate now, you, Alexander. Somewhat, Love you, man. I appreciate you, brother. No, it's the truth. That's 100% who you are. And so isn't that someone you want to be friends with? Isn't that someone you want to be? Isn't that someone you want to be around? Isn't that someone you want to do business with? You see, we all know that Ramon Ray, what? He is helps people with small businesses. He's worked with some of these huge corporations um, to do whatever it is that he does in his area of expertise, which I do know, but I'm not gonna get into all this, you know, all the stuff, the marketing stuff and all the digital stuff that he does. But when you're thinking of small business and who can help you take your small business from point A to point B, you think of Ramon Ray. And then when you think of Ramon, Ramon Ray, you think of one of the lights on this earth that you'd love to be around. When you think of Ramon Ray, you think of someone that you want in your corner and you want to be your friend. How is business gonna grow is if you are synonymous with your industry and friendship. Do you guys understand what I'm saying? If you guys can, if someone can unmute and be like, oh, I'm here with you, Doc. I'm here with you. I'm here with you. We're here, okay. here with you, Alexander. By the way, it's 144 shares. That means I got my 22 plus two. That's two, 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 Mary Lynn. You already know. You already know. That makes me so happy. But the reality of the matter is, is one of the best things that you can ever do in your industry is become known as someone in your industry. So for example, I'm very much known as like the keto guy. Even though I don't even, I don't even eat keto, <laughs> I don't even do the keto diet. Uh, I'm known as the keto guy because I, I slang exogenous ketones, right? That's what I do for a living. I, I sell a product that puts your body into the state of ketosis. So become known synonymous with your industry. We know, for example, Justin Conico is a real estate guru. He is also a digital marketing guru, and he has also figured out how to take 
these two passions and turn this into this huge Canadian conglomerate that's about to take over the US. Guess what? I also know he's really cool. He's a good human. He's a wonderful husband, an incredible father, and he's someone I wanna be friends with. Become known synonymous with your industry and become someone that people wanna be friends with and watch your business flourish. I'm gonna give another example because I love, I love, I just love all these people on this stage. Dr. O, are you still here with me, Dr. O? Yes, honey. Good morning, Alex. Yeah, oh, I love Dr. I love me some Dr. O. Yes, honey. Dr. O is the med spa professional. She is known in her industry for do, excuse me, <clears throat> doing incredible things in the Dallas area, having an incredible med spa. She's also a wonderful mother, an incredible businesswoman, a pillar in her church, kind, loving, passionate at all times, and someone I want to be friends with, I am friends with. Megan DiMartino, literally decades in the med spa industry, in the skincare line industry, known as the guru of skincare, and she's kind. She's thoughtful. She it gives all of her knowledge and it gives it to the next generation to build them up and rise them up. I know the industry she's in and I know I want to be her friend. Are you guys catching what I'm saying? Uh, I'm sorry, who said that? That was Megan just saying, I love you, my friend. Uh, you're here, Megan. I love you. I'm sorry. I, I didn't even know. I wasn't sure if you're here or not. So these are the cool, I, I really do believe that friendship, love, and these like super like woo-woo, like whatever, like things, the intangibles can actually absolutely make a difference in your life. And the reason I know that is I have 100% build a business where business comes to me freely. I have never felt that I've chased business. I've never felt like I was pulling people to come to me ever in this entire process. Why? Because I became the area expert of my industry. I became known for my industry. And then I made sure to have a personality. Well, I didn't make sure I have a personality and I'm, you know, I'm not trying to boost myself up, but I do. That's inviting and welcoming and friendly and people want to be around. And so why have friends or how to win friends and why it's so important, excuse me. The so important is because first and foremost, if you had the option of doing business with someone that you enjoyed and you actually developed a true friendship with, or you d did business with someone that every time you had to deal with them, you were like, oh God, here we go again. Oh Lord, here she is. She's going to complain. First thing out of her mouth is going to be complain. Or, oh my goodness, as soon as I see him, he's going to tell me all the things going on in his life that are not good. Or, oh God, I have to deal with such and such again today. I don't want to. How, 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 how much better would business be for you if it's, oh my gosh, I can't, I'm, getting, wait, I'm getting a facial today from Dr. O, but I don't even care about the facial because I can't wait to talk and catch up and find out all about her new house. There is a beauty that happens when you start living your life where you are going for your goals and you're going for your dreams and you're doing all these things and people around you are going for them with you.
your friends, your clients, your family, people know where you're going and people are cheering you on to get there. That journey is so much better than the journey where you feel like you're fighting against everyone to climb to the top. What energy are you exuding? Are you exuding a welcoming, inviting energy that says to people, I wanna be your friend, I wanna know you, I wanna truly get to know you. I don't just want your business. I don't just want the bottom line. I want that too, because I believe I can help you, because I believe I can transform you, because I believe I can change your life, but I wanna know you first. Now, is it realistic that you're gonna become friends with every single client that you work with? Absolutely not. Uh, you know, I, I, I do believe that the word friend is an overused word in our society. I think that most of us genuinely probably have um, few true friendships. I feel like I'm one of the most blessed people on earth because one of the most wealthiest areas in my life is I am wealthy in friendship. Uh, I have incredible, incredible friends. We have a very close, tight-knit friend group that it's generational. The parents are friends, we're friends, and our kids are friends. <laughs> we're friends with the parents, we're friends with the kids, and it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful group of friends. In fact, I will be with a couple of those people uh, next week for my 40th birthday. Uh, I will be 40 on April 4th. On 4-4, I turn 4 Zero. Uh, I'm so excited about that. I need to. I need to come see um, Megan and and Dr. O soon, though. <laughs> now that I'm turning 40, I, I need them to start reversing the years a little. But I'm so excited. I get to spend it with the people that I love. So number one, we talk about becoming an area, a subject area expert, known in your industry, known as the car guy, known as the keto guy, known as the small business guy, known as the real estate guy, known as the med spa girl, known as the recruiter girl, known as the fill in the blank, uh, uh, finance girl. I'm thinking of people that I know in here, you know, known as the engineer girl, known as all, the, knows all these different things, and then have a friendly personality so that people feel, and be genuine with it, that when they leave you, they wanna be your friend because you cared about them, you knew about them, you listened. What Tracy said earlier was so true and so impactful and it's like, I say it on a daily basis, I feel like. People like to talk about themselves, no matter what level you're at, you still like to talk about yourself. Are you giving people the opportunity to do just that? to talk about themselves <laughs> because you're listening and you want to hear. So why is it important, uh, so important to have friends, how to win friends? It's because you're going to have a much loyal client base when that client base looks at you as more of a friend and not just a transaction. When you look at them more than just the bottom line and look at them as another human being that you get to develop a beautiful relationship with on whatever level that relationship may be. Number Two reason why it's so important to have friends, in my opinion, is if you surround yourself with the right people, you can borrow belief when you don't have belief in yourself. What does that mean? When I got into uh, entrepreneurship uh, over five years ago now, uh, and I was taking the leap to jump into this, uh, you know, scary, hairy, 
you know, didn't know uh, what it was going to look like, didn't know when your paycheck was coming and if, if it was coming or if it wasn't coming and didn't know about, you know, taxes and paying your own, like it was a hairy, scary time. One of the biggest issues in my first year of business wasn't my ability. <clears throat> it wasn't my uh, willingness. It was my belief. Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you wanna know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. I didn't always in that first year believe that I could. In fact, I oftentimes believed that I couldn't. It was oftentimes very difficult for me to actually <clears throat> think I would ever win. You guys already know me. I've been so honest with this incredible group of people and you guys have been so loving and so kind uh, to me through my rough patches and through my wins. But there was a time that there was probably more rough patches than there were wins. Not probably, there were. And a large reason of that was my own belief in myself. I allowed past trauma, I allowed different things just to keep my self-esteem low and to believe that I'm just kind of mediocre status quo, never gonna make it, never gonna go anywhere big. The same guy that I talked to you guys about, Francisco, that's my best friend, he would say to me, you're my best recruit I've ever gotten in the whole world. You are the most talented human I have ever met. You have more talent in your little pinky than the number one income earner in our company. He would literally say these things. And I would I'd go do something, I'd be like, oh, I'm kind of nervous. Dude, you nervous, what? He would make me believe because I borrowed his belief that there was nothing I could accomplish, I could not accomplish, even when I didn't have it within me initially to believe that in myself. Does that make sense? Do you, so, are you guys tracking with me? Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Borrowing belief. Why is it so important to have good friends? Because sometimes when you're down and you need to borrow belief, it's your friends that can give you that belief. Glenn Lundy has become a friend of mine. Glenn Lundy has become someone that whenever I started going through things, I called to talk to. Glenn Lundy is the one who believed in me and put me on stage at Grow Your Business for God's Sakes conference last year. And I spoke right before Grant Cardone got on stage. <laughs> like, what? I didn't believe that that would ever happen. And Grant Cardone be- closing for you, bro. Yes, I'm Hey, who's that? <laughs> there he is. That, I appreciate that, brother. I appreciate you. I didn't even know that you were in the room. Um, but I borrowed his belief in me in that moment to get on that stage and slay. So number one, become a subject area expert in your industry, become known in your industry, and also become known as someone that people wanna be friends with 
and you will see your business grow. Number two, you wanna have, it's so important to have friends in your life and in your business and everything that you do, because sometimes you need to borrow belief from those that see you truly as you are, in your good and your bad, love you in spite of the bad, and because of the good, and believe that you can and will accomplish anything. I promise you the very first time I spoke on my very first conference stage that I was like so excited slash so nervous about like this was a moment of like, oh my gosh, my dreams are coming true. This is happening. Oh my gosh, I've always wanted to be a public speaker. I'm about to step on a stage in Denver, Colorado and I'm about to speak. Oh my gosh, this is happening. I called my three best friends. And I was like, hey, I'm, you know, they're like, are you ready? Are you going to do this? I mean, yeah, I'm, 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 I mean, I'm a little nervous, but what? You nervous, dude. I don't know anyone that can speak as good as you. Ain't got, ain't nobody got what you got. Now, can people speak better than me? A thousand percent. <laughs> Lots of people can speak better than me. But their belief in me, they saw me as this incredible human being, and I say this all the time, when others saw a shepherd boy in David, God saw a king. Sometimes we feel like little shepherd boys and little shepherd girls. And then we invite God into our life. We realize that we're kings and queens made in his image, but we forget. We forget all too easily that we are kings and queens made in his image. I say that one of the reasons it's so important to surround yourself with good friends is because good friends remind us that we are kings and queens made in God's image. The third reason that I think it is so important to have friends, so to, to, to learn how to win friends and have friends in your life. So number one, it's because you want to become a subject area expert so you can grow your business. And the reason be being friendly and having friends is important is because when you are known as the person in your industry, you're the car guy, and you're also known as the guy that everyone wants to be friends with, you will have business that grows. Number two, one of the most important reasons to have friends is because sometimes you have to borrow belief. And when you don't believe in yourself or you forget that you are king or queen made in God's image, you need friends around you to remind you. Number three, you need friends around you that love you enough to call you out on your bullcrap. Y'all already know, because listen, as humans, we have it within us to make 101 excuses for all the reasons why we don't do the things that we already know that we should be doing. And we like to come to our friends and we like to come and vent and release with our friends and just get it all off. I just got to, I just want to, you know, get it off my chest. I got to get all this off my chest. Are the friends there listening to you, allowing you to stay in the muck? Or are they listening to you? Noticing listening is still important either way. Asking if they can offer a different perspective because I believe if you ask permission, you have a little bit more freedom on what you can say and how you can say it. And then call you out on your crap. <laughs> call you out and say, homeboy, 
<laughs> I know you. I know you better than you know you. Are you giving it your all? Are you doing what you're supposed to be doing? Are you doing the things that it takes to have the success that you're saying that you should have, but you don't for whatever reason? One of the most important reasons that you don't, that you want to have friends in your life and you don't just want to have mediocre, fair weather, fake friends. You don't want just superficial surface level friends. You want true, real friends. It's because you don't want to be surrounded all the time with people who just tell you, yes, you're great, you're phenomenal, that's powerful. You need that because sometimes you need to borrow belief, but they're cool calling you out on your crap and saying, I love you, bro. I love you just as you are, just because without condition, but you can do better. And I'm here to stand in the gap to help you do better. But I know that you can do better. Who here, I would love to hear, if you're here in this room and you are the friend that will tell somebody, I love you, but you can do better, say, that's me, Alex. Oh, that's me, Alex. That's me, Alex. Ooh. That's me. That's yes. me, Alex. That's right. Um, that's that the people. Me. I hope that you guys are taking note. Because these are the people you want in your life. I'll tell you, I had a wonderful phone call with Ramon Ray back in January. We're almost in April. I'm almost 40. I have excuses. <laughs> but excuses and reasons are <laughs> tethered to the same fine line. My favorite quote of 2022. And in that conversation, I wanted to get to know him a little bit more, get, know exactly what he did in his industry, blah, blah, blah. He asked me if I had certain things in place in my business, and I did not have these things in place. And you know what he asked me? He said, cool, do you mind if I schedule a follow-up call two weeks from now to make sure that you have those things in place? <clears throat> I said, sure. Now, I still don't have those things in place. I, you know, I, I'm real. I am who I am. <laughs> I don't know if it's even a path I want to go down either way. But I thought in that moment, hmm, that's a real friend. He didn't just blow smoke up my butt. He didn't just tell me how great I was. He saw a couple deficits that he felt could be fixed and remedied by certain things. He gave tips and tricks on how those things could be remedies, providing the solution to the problem. And then asked as a good friend if he could follow up to make sure that I was doing what I needed to do to be on the path that I needed to be on. Why is it so important to win friends? Because at the end of the day, you wanna make sure that you're surrounding yourself with people. They're gonna call you out on what you need to be called, you out, called out on and help guide you down the path to become the best version of you. So number one, why win friends? Why is it so important? Because you wanna make sure that you're known as the person in your industry that's not just the area, subject area dude of, or, or, or gal of your industry, but also someone so friendly, everyone wants to be friends with, you can't help but wanna be around them. Number two, you wanna win friends because sometimes you have to have people in your life that you can borrow their belief so that you can actually achieve the things that you wanna achieve and so you can fully believe it yourself. Number three, you want to have friends in your life because you want to make sure that people who truly love you, see you for who you are, know where you're going and want to help you get there, are willing to call you out when you need to be called out 
so that you can do better, ultimately sharpening yourself and sharpening them. I believe beyond the shadow of a doubt that iron sharpens iron, it's in the Bible, we know that. And I believe that my friendships should sharpen me. And when you sharpen iron sharpens iron, sometimes there's sparks. It's not to say that it's always gonna be easy. It's not to say that me and Francisco, my homeboy, my brother, <laughs> haven't gotten into a little bit of, uh, you know, a few tips, very few and far between, but sometimes in sharpening iron, sparks will happen. But is your friendship strong enough to withstand the sparks? If you make true friendships, they are. And lastly, why is it so important to win friends? Now, I'm assuming based on this title um, that we're going to hear uh, Mr. Glenn kind of slay uh, on this topic a little bit earlier today. But in my opinion, I, I like to always save the best for last. Uh, I don't know why when I do my little lists, I like the main reason I always leave is my last reason. Is one of the best reasons of having friends on this journey of life. Like I said, people who can, if you want to be known as friendly because people want to be your friend and they want to do business with you. You want to have friends because you sometimes need to borrow belief. You want to have friends because you iron needs to sharpen iron. But you also want to have friends because you need to have those people in your life that celebrate the wins with you, that dance in the rain with you. Through thick and through thin, when you're winning, they're winning. Your success is their success. There's an incredible word in Sanskrit that's called mudita, M-U-D-I-T-A. And I love this Sanskrit word. It is one of the most beautiful meanings in the world. And what it means is it, directly translated, I believe is like sympathetic joy. But what it means is the experience of happiness upon seeing someone else's happiness. Mudita, M-U-D-I-T-A. Look that word up. Read that word. Like, keep that word to your heart. I think that one of the greatest things that you can have success in life is when you are celebrating the successes of others. And those successes don't diminish you, but rather amplify you, make you believe that you can and you will, make you chase after it even harder. Mudita, it's a Sanskrit word meaning sympathetic joy. True happiness within from seeing the happiness in others. I got to hear Jay Shetty speak uh, three weeks ago, maybe a month, no, three weeks ago, and he shared that word with us. And I was blown away by that word. And I love that word. And I can tell you that when I heard that word, that word sang to my heart because I have lived in Mudita for as long as I can remember. I was raised in a household full of Mudita where brothers and sisters celebrated each other's wins, celebrated each other's grades, celebrated each other's sports victories mom and dad that celebrated everything we did. If we walked in a straight line, we were celebrated. I have the best parents in the world. Literally, Mudita has surrounded me my entire life. And one of the most important reasons of having friends in your life is to have friends that not just celebrate with you. I'm not talking about 
taking shots because you got a big deal and they're out willing to go out and have a couple drinks. That's cool. I'm not, I'm not complaining about that. But I'm talking about true, genuine happiness. When anything positive happens in my life, be it in any aspect of my life, be it clubhouse, be it social audio, be it whatever it is, I call my friends and they literally jump for joy with me. We have total and utter mudita in our friendship. Sympathetic joy. And so I'll, I'll say these again and then I'm gonna open it up for the last several minutes for us to talk. Let's be friends. Let's talk about friendship. Let's give tips and tricks on maybe how to win friendships. We heard some already. Listening, making sure that you let people talk more than you talk. We got two ears and one mouth for a reason, etc. But I'll go over these one more time. Number one, one of the most important things about friendships and being a friendly person is when you're a subject area expert in your industry and in your business, the people want to do business with you because they're the friend, you're so friendly. Look at Scott Simons, AKA the last phone call if you need one. If you got one phone call, that's the man you call. He's the one phone call for a lot of people. Look at his business success. He's known as the car guy and he's also known as someone you'd want as a friend. Business is booming life transformed, creating a beautiful thing for his family. Number two, <clears throat> excuse me. Friendships are important because sometimes we have to borrow belief so that we can ultimately achieve what we wanna achieve even when we don't believe it in ourselves. Number three, friendships are important because iron sharpens iron. And we need people in our life that are willing to call us out to make us better so that we can achieve ultimately what God has called us to achieve. And number four, mudita. Having friends in your life is wonderful because when you get to celebrate with the people that you love, you get to celebrate them truly having happiness for their success and they get to celebrate you truly having happiness for your success. Then in my opinion, that is a magnet for more success. All right, guys, I would love to open it up to any thoughts or comments. So if you would like to share something on this stage, go ahead and do me a favor and flash your mics at me and let's get this conversation going. Or just go ahead and unmute. I, I see Dr. O, um, I see you, go ahead, friend. Good morning, Alex. First of all, I just wanna say thank you. Thank you so much for being so vulnerable. Um, today, not only did you call me your friend, but honestly, I have always loved your heart. And today just makes me feel so special. And that is the one, one of the amazing gifts about you. You know how to make people feel seen, heard, and very, very special. That is an amazing quality. I love, 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 love you for that. And I just wanted to give you your flowers. Thank you for sharing your heart today. And I'm glad to have a friend like you and so many amazing friends. Dora Maria, my sister. I love her so much, my Hispanic sister. I mean, this stage is full of so many wonderful people that have impacted my life. Friendship is truly the spice of life that makes it worth living for us all. So thank you so much for being my friend and being friends to so many wonderful people. God bless you, Alex. God bless you, Dr. Owen. Thank you so much. And you're an incredible human. And congrats on the new house. Congrats on 
being an incredible pillar in your community that's inspiring others, but most importantly, Queen, congrats for what you're doing for your children, making them realize that manifestations can come true, that if you work hard and you believe with all your heart that all the desires of your heart, God will give them to you. And you've taught your kids that by getting thank this incredible you. home. So congrats, Queen, thank congrats. You, thank you, Alex. And you know, my second son was with me and he was like, Mom, they're calling you a breakfast with champions. They're calling you a breakfast with champions. I, like, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, okay. Who else would like to share? Go ahead and flash your mic or unmute and just say your name. Either I hear I hear a mic flash. Mike, it's, um, I'm sorry, Alex, um, Alex, it's Richmond. Hey, Richmond. How are you, brother? I'm good. How are you? Excellent. What's your share? So just, just a, it's a share and a, a quick question here. Basically, um, and thank you for obvious opportunity to, to, to get me on stage. Friendship that you've spoken about, I didn't enjoy it, so obviously I didn't hear everything that you said, just the last bit that I, I want to just ask a question. So in a friendship, obviously, kind of a mutual, both of us have to benefit, right? It's not just one person just giving and the other person not giving. What about you give and you give and you give i.e advice your time finances whatever prayers you know but the other party doesn't really really give what do you do the next question too is what about someone you know is a friend like a childhood friend you grew up with you've shared everything in common you pour your heart your hearts you discuss all details and everything to to them but they don't do the same thing to you. You think they do, but later on you realize that no, they don't. They don't even share things with you at all. But you, because you didn't know and because you live in different countries, you thought, yeah, you know, you are on the same page all the time, but no, and later on you find out that, oh, this guy is doing this great thing. And you never mentioned that, although you speak to the, this person that you call your friend so much, what do you do in that situation? That's, that's so let me ask you, are you speaking about two different friendships, the first example and then this example? That's correct. So so first off, it, 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 two very similar situations. So anytime I see two similar situations and two different people, I always check for what? The common denominator. And if the common denominator is me, then I have to check first and foremost within. What is it that I may be doing that's not inviting what I'm wanting out of this relationship? So I want a relationship where there's mutual, the mudita, that's what it's, the, you're, you know, I, I'm sharing my successes and you're thrilled and you're sharing your successes and I'm thrilled. I want that back and forth. I want a, a friendship that I'm providing mentorship and advice and it's being provided back. And if it's not, then maybe the question is first and foremost, and Richmond, I don't know you and, and please don't take any offense to anything that I'm saying, but maybe there's something within you that needs to shift. Maybe you're not making it known at, at a way that that person can understand that you don't want to just share your wins and successes. You want to hear their wins and successes. So for me, and this happens with any relationship, it doesn't matter if it's a romantic relationship or a platonic relationship, there has to be very open lines of communications. I, I don't like something one of my close, close, close friends, like my best friends, our group that's really tight. If I don't like something that one of them do, I don't not say it 
and then go to one of the other guys and say, oh, I hate that Potts did this. He pissed me off when he did this. And then I don't, I, I go straight to the source. Hey, yo, this happened. This is how it made me feel what's going on. So if there's something that you feel like you have to communicate with them or you're feeling some sort of negativity or negative feelings because you feel like you're giving more as a friendship than they're giving, <clears throat> I think that that's an okay conversation if this is a true friendship with these people to have. Obviously, you have to be tactful. Obviously, you don't come in a place of attack and you don't come from a place of, you know, throwing darts at them. But say, hey, buddy, how can I, I want to be the best friend that I can be to you. And when I think of a best friend, the qualities that I think of are blah, 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 blah qualities, whatever it is that you're looking to get out of that friendship. I want to make sure I'm providing that for you. But I also want to make sure that you're providing that for me because it's a give and take. It's a two-way street when it comes to friendship. How can I better offer these things, this, you know, the type of friendship that I want to give you, the type of friendship that you want? How can I be a better friend to you? And let them answer honestly. And if they say, oh, nothing, everything's great, I think it's also okay. Well, hey, are you open to having a tough conversation about this because I don't necessarily feel that way. And if they are, then it's probably a true friend. And if they're not, because maybe they want to keep things a little bit more surfacey, and that's okay as well. Not everyone is called to be one of your best friends. Not everyone's called to be a close friend. Not everyone's called to be a friend. Not everyone's called to be acquaintance. Not everyone's called to be a client. But I say have that open line of dialogue with them where you truly just share with them how you feel. I have no – I had a friend – I'm not going to get into the name of who it was, but a one of my closest friends in the whole world go through a really, really difficult, really, really, really messy breakup. And there was a season where I was there for that friend more than that friend was there for me where I was show, going over to his house, hanging out with him, leaving my family to be with him during times where he was feeling down, getting on the phone call when, you know, it, it, it was really bad. He had to go to therapy. Was, his whole family got kind of, you know, split up. It was, it, it was a terrible situation. And I was there more for him as a friend. I gave more as a friend um, than he was giving me at the time because it was a season. Now, when the season ended and yet the behaviors were still kind of feeling like I should give a little bit more because he got a little acclimated to that, maybe we had a conversation. Hey, how you feeling? How you doing? Hey, you doing? I was here for you through this. I'm so happy that I had the privilege to be the friend that you needed during the season. Are we still in this season or is this season over? The season's over. Cool. So now it needs to be more give and take because I love you. I'm letting you know that this friendship isn't working for me the way that it is right now. And I know that we are called to be friends for the rest of our lives. So let's figure it out. And we did. We'd have tough conversations, a couple of conversations, and we had to, we, we, it, we were in business together. <laughs> and so we had to figure out that we are better best friends than actual business partners when it comes to talking to the day-to-day -day because it was causing friction. And we had to have this whole entire dialogue that ultimately has developed into the last two years, literally one of the best friendships I've ever had in my life. But it was because I was willing to have the tough conversation and the open lines of communication and know what I want and ask for it. Richmond, does that help? Absolutely. Absolutely. Open conversation. I think I think that is 
assumption sometimes obviously is not it's not helping here that i assume that that's whatever i'm doing to them and what how my inputs are probably assumed that you know they would do the same but from what you are saying you have to have a that open dialogue with your colleague and obviously he, he or she responded so yeah i think that's 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 the that's the take i would i, I would definitely um 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 inculcate and obviously apply thank you thank you so much alex yeah thank you and just so you know you have to be open to the reality when you go to have that conversation that they may not respond the way that you hoped that they respond or they may not be in it as much as you thought they were and that's okay too as much as that might hurt as much as that might not be fun to feel that is okay too because the reality is, is you want people that are in it just as much as you're in it. And those people are out there and you will find them. And that's hopefully whenever uh, Mr. Glenn teaches, I'm assuming on how to win friends and why it's so important. You can get the tips and tricks on how to win some of those friends into your life. All right, guys, flash your mics if you, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I thought you were going to say, or jump in. It's Mary Lynn. <laughs> yeah, jump in. Yeah, what's up, Mary Lynn? Hey, good morning. Well, I've been struggling with a response, and that's just like so indicative of what I'm going through right now is like I'm shedding things. You know, um, I have had to shed a lot of old friends, and, you know, I'm making new friends on a deeper level, not just because there was time invested and, you know, maybe it wasn't a healthy friendship. And, I'm just really glad for you, Alexander. Um, you know, I feel like you're one of those people, if I reached out, even if you were busy and said, hey, I need you, you would be there. Um, so I don't have much of a response, just except that I love this conversation. The fact that I'm struggling with a response lets me know I have more work to do there. I'm looking to form deeper, greater relationships, just like in all aspects of my life. And um, even if that person has notifications off, hint, hint, and the other person is still messaging them, hope all is well. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that just actually made me laugh so much. So Mary Lynn, let's unpack that a little bit. Why do you feel like you're struggling with friendships? What do you mean that you're struggling? Because you're loved, you have incredible friendships. I know you have some of the most, you're the, one of the most connected people in St. Pete. <laughs> with, Mary Lynn and I live in the, in the same area. Um, literally, you, people love you. So what, do you, what is it about friendships that you feel you're struggling? I think there's friendships. And I know a lot of people, and I am connected because you can go around all of St. Pete. I've never screwed anyone over. Like, I'm a good person. But the depth, a lot of those friends were from school, from just time, but the you know, maybe they think I'm kind of weird with the 10X stuff or they don't understand my woo-woo side and I never really got deep with them. Now I'm just looking for friendships that are based on, you know, depth and not time and surface. Gotcha, okay. Well, first and foremost, uh, you know, I would love to know if, if you lost friends on the journey of entrepreneurship or uh, seeking your the career path, et cetera, in self-development and changing and, and transforming who you are within, um, do me a favor and unmute and say I. I, 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 I. Hi. And so, yeah, the, the reality is, is that as you go through a journey of self-growth and self-transformation, 
as you become, as you dive more into the 10X stuff, into the self-development stuff that I know that you love to get into, as you become a different human being, the reality of the matter is, is that you change. And your friends may or may not, there's probably some change, some growth going on there, but not at the same level of the same growth that you're experiencing because you wake up every single freaking morning and you're in breakfast with champions where you get fire hosed with growth. And so what I would challenge you, Mary Lynn, is instead of maybe seeing the deficits as to why um, they aren't as good of friends or the depth isn't where it should be or et cetera, stop and think, wow, I am so blessed that I get to wake up every single morning and have transformative conversations that make me a better human being. And I actually feel bad for my friends that they don't have that opportunity. And so it's not saying, oh, you're better than them. It's not thinking you've accomplished more than them, but it's understanding that the level that you're at of what you've committed for your life personally and where you're taking yourself personally may not be the same level that they're taking themselves personally. It may not also be the same. They're probably not doing the same amount of self-development that you're doing. They're probably not encountering the same amount of growth that you are encountering in your life. And so it's not to like pity them and be like, oh, I pity them. I'm so much better than them. You know, I wish they could be on my level. It's are you inviting them to partake? Are you giving them the opportunity that has been afforded to you and whether or not they choose to take that opportunity, know that at least you gave it to them because a good friend would and allow them to transform and maybe become the friends that you're looking for. Or is it just time to know that in my life, there's going to be different tiers of friendships and with each tier, you get a little bit more access to me. It sounds very esoteric, but it's truth at some level, right? And only few get to come into the circle of trust and I'm gonna protect my energy for those few, but I'm still gonna have mudita. I'm still gonna have love for every friend that I've ever had in my life because there's no reason to ever burn a bridge. Does that make sense, Marilyn? Oh, absolutely. And um, <laughs> it's actually even Clubhouse. I think that was the first thing where I really started noticing it, where I tried to share with people and I'm like, oh, that's just, just weird. And I am so thankful for it. But I do love all that. And I, I do I do see the lesson in there. So thank you, Alexander. Thank you, Queen. I appreciate you. Appreciate all right. You. go. <laughs> Hi there, Alexander. Good morning. This is Shana speaking. Good morning, champions. Hey. Greetings hey, to Shana. all. Hey, Shana. Good morning. Good morning. I love this talk. Uh, I love when you said love on everyone. And uh, I was I was actually at that point where I was releasing some friendships. And I was like, oh. it came back to that just love on everyone and recognize your, your process and uh, just commit to being a better uh, friend overall, a better person overall. So what what I did was, uh, it's actually in my journal. So I, I wrote a, um, a phrase and it's how, how can I be a, a high energy person, a joyful person, a supportive person, a servant leader in my friendships and relationships, and how can I be positively charged? And, and it's really, it's going back to that talk where we talked about the rain and, you know, just being able to stay positively charged throughout all circumstances, whether it be in life or your relationships. And actively right now, what I did was I reached out to one of my friends who I was on the 
um, on the lines of releasing and just recalled what you said, love on everyone. And I sent her an invite to breakfast with champions. My name is Shana and I'm done speaking. I love that so much, Shana. And what a good friend that she invited someone to breakfast with champions. If that's not a great friend, I don't know what is, but I'll tell you this, it's so powerful, right? One of the best things that I've learned is the way that I have been surrounded by such incredible friends is I make a point to be one of the best friends you will ever have in your life. And I work hard at being a really good friend because I know that you reap what you sow. I genuinely believe that the reason I have such incredible friendships is because I'm an incredible friend. And in turn, I've attracted these incredible friendships. And the reason they have me as a friend is because they're incredible friends and they attracted me to the friendship. Does that make sense? Does everyone make sense? It's not all about me. It's a, it's a two-way street. And so, yes, there's, in fact, my mother-in-law um, likes to say this, the, she's pruning. So instead of releasing, if you think about when you're pruning a plant, why do you prune? You get rid of some of the excess to allow what? Growth to happen. New growth, yes. New growth. That's why we prune. And so sometimes we prune people. Sometimes we prune habits. Sometimes we prune whatever it is. We need to prune things from our lives. Now, unlike a plant where when you prune it, it's forever disconnected from that plant. I think that when it comes to friendships and we prune or maybe release, it's not a full release or a full sever. Because I believe that you should keep never burn any bridges. Now, let me, let me give a quick caveat to that. If you have a toxic friendship, a friendship that is unhealthy and you've done what it the work to try to make it a healthy friendship and it stays unhealthy and they continue to bring you down and no matter what, it's not like cut, like prune, sever the ties, run, get out of there, like for sure, 100%. But at the end of the day, I don't believe that in most cases we need to fully, fully sever ourselves from the people in our lives. We just have to understand that number one, priorities are never in conflict and not everyone can be my priority. And that's okay. And I'm okay with that. I have certain goals. My family has certain goals. Me and my wife have certain goals. And I'm going to surround myself with people that are going to help me attain those goals and that I can help attain their goals. I'm going to surround myself with people that I wake up and I look forward to talking to them. I'm going to wake up. I'm going to um, surround myself with people that when I tell them, because one of my favorite quotes that I ever heard is, do you want to know how to, uh, do you want to know how you can tell a good friend from a bad friend? Is tell them good news and watch their reaction. It goes back to mood to talk. You ever had those friends that when good things happen to you, they just don't seem to be happy. In fact, it for some reason pisses them off. I run far from those people, but people, when I share good news or you share good news and get amplified and excited and they can't wait to all this good news that's happening to you to come to fruition, those are people you want to have in your life. And sometimes there's friends that come in for a season and there's friends that leave for a season. And also the same person can come in and out of your life for a season. But I always check within myself first. Am I being the best version of myself? Am I being the best husband, the best father? And then am I being the best friend that I can be? And if I got those things in order and I'm doing 
will be incredible human beings that will push me towards excellence and will always have nothing but murita. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been an incredible hour. Thank you so much for sharing this hour with me. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.